Hello and welcome to Tea and Talk with Toya. I'm your host, Latoya Nicole, best-selling author, belief therapist, life coach, and organizer with SOLO Coaching and Consulting. Tune in every Tuesday for Tea and Talk about soul-penetrating topics, challenging mindsets that stagnate us. Because too often our limiting beliefs hinder us from living our lives by design. So if you are ready to unpack and move forward with your desires, stay tuned. You owe it to yourself to become everything you've ever dreamed. Hey, Tea and Talk with Toya fam. I hope you guys are doing well this morning on this lovely Tuesday morning. Um, today, y'all, keeping up the conversation, we're going to continue um, spreading awareness about the different things that, you know, have negatively impacted our childhoods and still, you know, they kind of linger on in our adulthoods if we don't do the work. So I'm continuing breaking the silence on the damaging effects of adverse childhood experiences and how they affect us. If we do not heal, if we do not do the work. So today I have a special guest and she's on here with me to talk about um, this newly released book that she just she just released a book last month. Yeah. At the end of last month. And it's called If These Walls Could Talk. It's an anthology. It consists of 13 women telling their stories. And this is a very special month for her, and I'm going to let her get into it. But um, help me welcome our special guest, author, Rashonda Marie. How are you doing today? Hello, hello, hello. Thanks so much for having me, Latoya. I am honored to share my story with the, your audience. Well, thank you so much for, um, for coming on. I know Tea and Talk is known for brutal honesty. <laughs> so, you know, people listening and they be like, oh, I don't think I want to go on that show. But it's it's all good because it's us standing in our truth and telling our stories in hopes that, you know, it'll help the next person because there are people that are suffering in silence. But when we use our voices, it helps them to reclaim theirs. And I'm all for that. So thank you so much for coming on to share your story with us. Let's get into this book, though. Okay. (laughs) Oh, Wounds of Rejection. Let me just say, of course, I've read the book. And you guys that are listening, we will make sure you get her um, information so that you can purchase a copy from her. But I've read the book and I've read your chapter specifically. And when I tell you... I thought I was reading my life story. I was like, wait a minute. Do do we know each other? It's just so weird how you can read a story and identify with identify with it so much. And this is why I do what I do. And I love doing what I do. Because again, you will never know who is going through it or been through it and just hadn't come out of it. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yes. So wounds are now, <laughs> just think about the title. You already know. We, we probably know what this is about to be about. But what message did you want your audience to receive when you wrote this chapter called Wounds of Rejection? 
Um, yes. So in my chapter, I go into detail of my parents um, breaking up specifically. And from my father leaving, that created, you know, uh, abandonment issues, right? And then how my father leaving, how it changed and impacted my mother and how it altered our relationship, right? So what, kind of like what you just said, LaToya, is that, you know, reading that, you know, you can relate to things like that. And sometimes when we're going through Trauma has this way of putting a a blinder on us, right? So we think that it only happens to us. This doesn't happen to nobody else. So it silences us, right? And so in that silence, we are isolated. We we, we feel shame. We feel guilt. uh, We just feel unworthy. And it just keeps devouring us, right? And just putting us down deeper and deeper into the hole. But, you know, one thing that I want the readers to um, experience and to accept is that when we are vulnerable and vulnerability is scary, right? Because Mm. we're talking about childhood trauma, right? And as as children, we were vulnerable, right? So, So it's kind of triggering being vulnerable because it's like I'm exposed to danger. If I'm vulnerable, then people can hurt me, right? But there's also a beautiful strength in being vulnerable and and owning your story and walking in your truth. Because if I own it, it's no longer, it it no longer has a hold of me. You know, you're getting free from the bondage is in sharing your story. And then in that, you give other people courage to do the same thing. Oh yeah, all of that. That's a that's a whole preach word right there. Cause <laughs> the freeing you from bondage when you share your story, that if that ain't the truth, I mean, I feel like I get freer every time I open my mouth to talk about something because no one can no one can hold it over me now. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm, I'm sharing it. <laughs> you know, I'm being transparent, I'm being vulnerable. And vulnerability is very scary. I'm glad you you've pointed that out. Um Cause there was a long time I, w- I wouldn't talk about anything, let yeah. alone the, the traumas. Cause I wore them like mm. I did something wrong. Like something mm-hmm. was wrong with me. Yeah. So yep. yeah. That's I a feel- lie from the enemy. That is yeah. a lie from the pit of hell. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I felt everything you just said. And speaking of what something you said in this, in this chapter, you, Oh, wait, let me just, this was good. You said patterns of abuse, deceit, pride, and lust were the bricks mm. that built my childhood home. I say, come on here. Like when, when we think about it, the, those who are listening, what bricks built your childhood home? Mm. I mean, that's a that's a good story. You can take that and run with it and keep writing about that. That right there. The bricks that built my visionary. <laughs> yes, I mean, I got I got notes in the book and everything. I put a note like this right here. You can take this little. I mean, just because imagine, I always tell people that are in anthologies, y'all know you could take those chapters and continue the story. But when you read a chapter and you see several stories, it's like 
oh, sister got some more books she needs to write for real. And that's one of the yeah. points I put in your chapter. <laughs> like, you know, because I write in my book, I write in there. And I pointed that out and I'm like, okay, the bricks that built my childhood home. And mm. then you can take each brick and it's a chapter mm. in your next in your next book, ma'am. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. And you know, it's funny you say that. I received that, sis. Thank you for saying yeah. that. Um, yeah. And I've been running for this from for decades. Oh, right. Okay. You know, I've been running from writing a book for decades. And then it was just like, it's time. This is time now. So this was the perfect way to debut as an author, you know, alongside other courageous women who are sharing their story. That way it didn't feel so overwhelming because because it's a lot. It's a lot. Yes. I, I mean, you know, I experienced a lot growing up. So um, I received that, sis. And then you're going to be writing a foreword to my next book. Okay. All right. Now, don't, now, don't have me on here crying. Okay. But I would be honored. Okay. And hopefully we can get you back in volume two. Um, yes. If these walls can talk, because we're going to continue writing. And I agree with what you said. Um, now, I advocate for anthologies. I absolutely love them. But writing heavy stuff like this, mm -hmm. this is the perfect way to do it with absolutely. the 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 absolute perfect way, because that's how I started as well. And it made it a little easier for me. And I left pieces of my story in every anthology I was in. And then I did Alone in the Dark, my my battle with depression. So it made those anthologies that came before that book made it easier for me to write that one. Mm. And then now I'm doing these where I'm talking about these different, I'm going deeper with these traumas. It's going to make it easier for me to write the book that I'm currently working on. So yeah, I, yes, I completely agree. 100%, 100%. Um, so what I gathered when I read also, when I read your story that, to me, your your mom taught you how to people please. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it's very interesting with trauma uh -huh. and how it blurs the lines, right? Mm -hmm. It blurs and it alters our personality as well, right? Because yeah. you have to adapt to survive. Yeah. So my way of adapting was people pleasing and also too, you know, humor, I would use humor as well to kind of soften and change the vibe, you know? Um, and so, but part of those things were still who I am. I am a server. I love to serve. I serve my community. I am a servant leader, um, veteran in the military, right? I am a server, mm -hmm. servant, but trauma kind of perverts it and taints it right? Um, in a way. And so you have to go through that uh, process of God redeeming it back to its original intent. Yes. Yes. Oh gosh. It definitely flaws perception because I remember how I viewed life or how I viewed myself was mm -hmm. through the lens of trauma. Yes. So you dropping some jewels. I just want you to know that. Not sure if you you have your own platform where you speak like this, but go forth. <laughs> oh go my forth. goodness. <laughs> 
And another part, another part of your chapter, and I'm trying not to give it too much away, but I, I really felt everything you wrote because it's like it was like me reading my own story. Mm. And I actually put this in my chapter that I had to stand up for myself. Mm. And yeah. when I did, I had to stand up for myself up until now during it. <laughs> but. Yeah. You 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 talked about when you finally stood up for yourself and you mentioned that when when your mom realized she couldn't physically abuse you, that the psychological abuse became more lethal. Give us an example of 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 that. So, you know, going back to the bricks, right, mm -hmm. um, there mm -hmm. are things that we are exposed to and that we think is normal, right? And when I talk about the brick of pride, uh, that is, oh, especially in our community, in the black community, right? Uh, yep. That's kind of our way to protect ourselves, right? And so I would never know fully, you know, my mom's experience with her mom, right? Because we don't talk about that, right? Yes. We just, we just brush it under the wood or, or my favorite. That's just how she is. Oh, oh you, you know how she is, or that's just how they are. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. So we, so we cover it up with things like that. And a lot of times there are um, undiagnosed mental issues that are going on. Right. Yeah. So um, we can take it that route or, you know, even, even spiritually, right. We war not against flesh and blood. Right. So there's all these different things that are going around, but we're not talking about it. We're, we're, we're just, you know, putting another layer over it to like, Oh, this just, this just how it is. But we have to get to a point where we are comfortable unlearning things. Yes. And yeah. in that unlearning, you're not making anyone the enemy, right? Because th this this chapter would have been a whole lot different if I wrote it out of season 10 years ago because I wasn't from a heel perspective, right? Oh, so so we have to unlearn these things. So in my my healing process and my healing journey and deliverance, listen, right? Um mm -hmm. I I begin to 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 see like, okay. She didn't know no better. Yeah. She honestly didn't know no better. She was a baby. You know, as a parent now, my son is 17. And I'm like, my mom was 19 when she had me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and, 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 and like scientifically, Listen, we're gonna hit spiritually, physically, generationally, scientifically, okay? Come on now, let's get into it. <laughs> our, our brains aren't even fully developed until we're 25. Correct. Right? So that frontal lobe is still developing. So what does that entail? That's emotion, that is regulating anger, that is yep. all of these other things, right? So, and you know, it all goes back to just looking at these patterns. So she didn't have the bandwidth or the capacity to even parent or love me the way that I needed to be loved. Because even maybe even so, she wasn't even parented or loved the way that she needed to be loved. But when we say, oh, that's just how they are. No, there's something deeper here. 
Mm-hmm. There's something very, very deeper here. And then only when confronting it and unlearning it, doing the work, going to therapy, getting in your word, getting in community. Come on now. Community yes. too, because we grow in community, right? Because again, yes. going back to that trauma, trauma likes to isolate. Oh yeah. Right. So if we got oh, yeah. community, we we got we got a community of people who who can pray with us, can hold us accountable, can encourage us, can can say, sis, I've been there. Sis, I went through that too. Not pride saying, oh, I got it all together. Mm, no, nah, I wouldn't in comparison, you know, sis, I I see you. I've been there and this is what helped me. Or even not just just sitting there, just listening, right? And and so my mom didn't have that. Mm-hmm. She wasn't mature. You know, she she loved my daddy. I know she loved my daddy, right? Uh, mm-hmm. She later remarried, but I know she loved my daddy. You know how that first love hit differently. Oh, yeah. Much different. And, <laughs> and, and back then, you know, they weren't talking about, they weren't talking about going to therapy. They weren't talking about, you know, getting help or, you know, you just take a nap, you take a bath, you go to church. Uh, yeah, get your um, hair done get your hair done and 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 strength was skewed we're talking about unlearning we need to unlearn especially in the black community mm-hmm. and especially with us women we need to unlearn this lie of what strength is oh strength absolutely is not, right it's not about how much you can take how much you can overcome right because if 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 you be real about it some people then you get into this habit where you create issues that you can't overcome so you can look strong yeah absolutely that that needs to be dismantled and i will go on a journey or quest or whatever with whomever just so we can do that because i'm over it oh listen listen i'm not okay. i'm over it I, and then we got people in our in our lives well not everybody but some of us that feels like we're supposed to be able to take stuff and be okay. Like it's okay. You're a woman, you're a black woman, you're a strong black woman. This should be okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's just the way it is. And I can't stand that. I can't stand. Well, that's how we always done things. Well, you always been wrong. Right. Correct. Correct. (laughs) Cause it's, it's time out for that. I'm not, um, I actually posted a blog. I think it was the name of it, the measurement of my strength. And I talked about exactly what you just said. It's it, we can't do this anymore. I don't I don't want to be known for being strong because I stayed in mm. a marriage with a man who mm. had three families on the same block. Like, no, we're not doing that no more. <laughs> no. And it used to go on like that. Okay. Not today. We, we, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Right. But you actually answered my next question. <laughs> I didn't, I, I don't even think I answered the last one though. No, you're, yeah, you're good. You're good. I actually <laughs> wanted to ask you, why do you think these type of topics, like talking about this stuff is important? And you yeah. actually just answered the question because if we don't talk about them, the, it will continue to be hidden under these different, these layers and layers and layers and layers. Yeah. So, when I say unaltered voices, use your voice unaltered, what you describe, that's what I mean. Because it's time for us to really be free and not fake free, not pretend to be free. Amen. But I mean really be free. Because you can you can almost tell 
between someone that's faking it today, making it and are really free because you can discern who's doing the work and who's just putting on a show. Mm. So thank you for, for saying that because that was, yeah, that was definitely a question that I had about, you know, talking about this kind of stuff. And then you hit, you touched on how we normalize toxicity. Yeah. And don't even realize that this, this, these toxic environments that we come up in, they cause problems later on down, down the road. And I was mm -hmm. talking to another author about that. And she was saying how, you know, she was having problems in her body and it was mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. was causing the problems. Mm -hmm. Going to mm -hmm. the doctor and the doctor don't know what the heck going on. Mm -hmm. You know why? Because the doctor is not informed to to know that to even ask you how yeah. was your childhood? Mm. Did you any, experience any adverse childhood um, experiences? The doctor not going to even ask you that. No. They're going to give you some medication and, and tell you to medicate the pain. But that pain you feeling is is deep. It's in your soul, and that medicine not gonna do nothing but get you addicted. Oh yeah, they just putting a band aid over it. That's it. And that's why therapy, because that's not their lane, right? You going exactly. to a physical doctor, you need to go to a or, therapist. Thank you. A mental. Thank doctor. you. Going to the mental doctor. That's that's what we. Yeah, absolutely. So when you okay. So when you wrote this story, and I know you kind of had to go, you had to revisit it to write it, you know, in your mind. What was that like, just going back to write this? So it's kind of like the whole healing journey, right? It's layers to this. And we kind of look at healing as we get to this destination. But we're going to keep healing you know till we go on on to glory right it's mm -hmm. not it's not a destination it's a journey and so like because i'm a practical person um i actually literally went back and revisited my childhood home um okay. where um my parents had broken up because that's kind of like the beginning of the end right um mm -hmm. where where it all started excuse me not the beginning of the end but kind of where this whole thing started, this whole trauma uh, journey started. So I actually went back there uh, just to get some um, inspiration and just to kind of like refill it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and I mean, I've been journaling for decades, right? Yes. So, uh, you know, so going through my journals um, and just kind of revisiting it and, and listen, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. It was not hard. Like, you know, just thinking about it right now, I got, I got that nervousness, that heaviness in my, in my pelvis. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Just that, that stress of, you know, revisiting it, but revisiting it from a different perspective. Yes. And, you know, and I'm so grateful for the Holy spirit because he definitely was comforting me. I'm so sorry. That's my yeah. dog. Can you hear that? Go ahead. Go. Oh, I didn't hear, but go ahead. Um, so, you know, revisiting that from a different place in my life and just, um, I'm sorry, sis. Hold on. 
So revisiting, um, reading my journals and um, going back to my childhood home, um, it brought up a lot of stuff. It brought up a lot of stuff and, you know, you feel like uh, you arrived, right? Like, oh, I'm, I'm healed. But it's mm-hmm. an ongoing process, right? Uh, it's definitely um, a journey and not a destination. Yeah. And, um, you know, revisiting it uh, brought up a lot of things. But the good part of it was that, yes, it was stressful, you know, the, 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 the feelings started to come back up in my body, right? As you were saying about um, your friend. And, um, but it gave me language. It gave me language to take in prayer and it gave me language to talk to my therapist with, right? Yeah. So, because so long, you know, I was, I was, you know, I'm in my forties now. It was a long time ago. You know, so it kind of brought it back to the surface so that we can start filtering through it and saying, okay, this this needs to stay. This needs to go. Uh, this is why I'm feeling this. And this is what caused this, right? So yeah. it was a beautiful, beautiful, hard process, but it gave me language. And again, this is why community is so important because I had a support system around me. I wasn't doing it alone. Because usually if we're doing something alone, it gets uncomfortable. What are we going to do? The All first right. thing we can to make it be uncomfortable, whether it's going back to what it was, which I had done too, right? Yeah. Or, or you know, or, or, or pushing through. And they definitely encouraged me like, sis, we got you. We here for you, you know, praying together, all of the things. So, um, I'm very grateful for this process and maybe it'll get easier the next time or, yeah. or maybe through this time, it also, I feel like, you know, I've been in, I've been in the, in the gym, the emotional spiritual <laughs> gym too, you know, so I've been, yeah. I've been slanging weight now so <laughs> I can, I can handle a little bit more, you know, and then we just mm-hmm. keep on going. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I know this one, like I said earlier, this is a special month for you. What's what's taking place this month, the month of April? So April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. Yeah. And with that, um, I will be donating a percentage of the book proceeds to support a local nonprofit, Agape Life Prevention Center, which is dedicated to helping children overcome and heal from abuse, neglect, and trauma. Wow, that and and you just published a book about the same thing and now you're giving back. So that's beautiful. And the children need this. And I'm I'm grateful that this project came about and the impact that it's gonna make. I I know it's gonna make impact. So for Anyone that's listening for them to buy the book from you, how can they find you on your social media platforms? Where can they find you? Uh, yes, you can visit my Instagram author page, which is at Rashonda Marie and all of the links to the book and then to Agape Life and all the things uh, will be in my uh, link tree bio. 
Okay, you guys make sure you head over and um, follow author Rashonda Marie. Go to her link, purchase the book because again, she's giving proceeds to a nonprofit to help the children who have been through the things that we've, you know, we've been through, <laughs> and we're finally doing the work and overcoming. And if we can, if we can help them early, yes. If we can just, if we can help them early, think mm. about all the problems that we can prevent that they could possibly have as they grow on into adulthood. So yes. this is a great cause. Please go follow her. Please go to her link and purchase the book. If these walls could talk stories of surviving childhood trauma. Author Rashonda Marie, thank you so much for um, joining me on this beautiful Tuesday morning. I know it's early, but I appreciate you for taking your time out to join me and come on and talk to me and the Tea and Talk with Toya family. Thank you so much for having me and for creating this platform for people to share their story and encourage others to do the same. My pleasure. It's, it's my pleasure. Well, you guys, that is going to... Um, wrap the show for today. Um, until next week, you know where you can find me on Facebook. I am Latoya Nicole. Um, and you can find me on TikTok and Instagram. I am Latoya Nicole. It's I am underscore Latoya Nicole. I'm sorry. So you guys go ahead and also visit my website if you need any coaching, any book coaching, life coaching, <laughs> belief therapy, whatever you feel like you need. If you're ready to tell your story, the same way author Rashonda and myself has done. If you're ready to do that, y'all hit me up on social media. Until next week, take care. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Tea and Talk with Toya. If there was anything shared that resonated with you, please share on your platform. I'd greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that follow button to be alerted on all upcoming episodes. Have a wonderful day.